Welcome back to the Takes with the Telegators podcast. My name is Talon Hauser, and alongside my co-host, Nathaniel Yates. Howdy. And our other remote co-host, Cade Cooley. How's it going? Yeah, I mean, we're we're still doing the remote. We're still uh, pushing through. 2020 is, you know, it's a fun year. It really is. I've had a great time. Um, no pain whatsoever. So, uh, with that being said, Nate, hit us with the topics. Yeah, of course. Um, this week we have our weekly topics, which are best thing this week and weekly winners. We, we're going into a deep dive of the playoff predictions for the NBA. Then we're going to dive into some like other news, resignings, you know, all that juicy good stuff. And then we're going to dive into some hockey. Hockey's coming back January. It's happening. It's like, wow. Oh, my favorite. And then we're finishing up today's episode with NFL with Chef, the one, the only, Gabe Bullion. You know it, baby. Sounds good. All right. All right, so, Caden, what is the best thing you saw this week? Best thing I saw this week. So, Von Bell had some words about Juju's TikTok dances on the logo before games, which he continued to do against the Bengals this week. He said, it's kind of disrespectful at the end of the day, but they're on top right now, so you can't really say nothing right now. We just got to go out there between the lines, go out there and hit him and let him know where he stands. And lo and behold, did they hit him that game? Um, I think it was fourth down or pretty close to it. And Von Bell laid out a nasty hit on Juju to make him drop the ball. So he really showed him where he stood on that one. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. My thing's pretty similar. It's along with the Juju thing because everyone's just piling on. And I think it's funny. Um, the New York Devils – or New Jersey – sorry. New Jersey wow. Devils. Sorry, that's my favorite team too. Um, the New Jersey Devils said, remind us not to TikTok on any logos, which – I think it's a good. So, I mean, if you hit. see, I'm looking at the picture of the hit. It looks like a hockey esque hit, yeah, <laughs> like the way like he's falling guy. back. Um, so, so pretty funny by by the New York Devils joining in on the New Juju Jersey hate. Devils. Did I say New hey. York again? Yes. Not New York, New Jersey Devils. So is Tomlin having a conversation with Juju after the game? Like, hey, okay, I I know the that's the thing. Funny, like, <laughs> like it's it, at first it was like, oh, it's just like a fun thing that I do, but now it's becoming like. Fuel for the fire. Yeah, the past like three teams that they've lost to have all been like, nah, these dances on our logos aren't gonna get work. Like, I wonder if you like stop it for the next week. Yeah, just just you know, especially for the Colts. Like that's not a good team to do that against. I don't know if we're home or away though. Yeah, they'd oh, better well, hope they have some. It's in Pittsburgh, so don't uh, dance on the Pittsburgh logo. Dance on your own logo. Yeah. Fire up the boys. So the best thing I saw this week was Kyrie Irving. Spreading some positivity and just good, good vibes. Saging, like, the entire court. Oh, oh dude, I forgot about that. I I just, I, I kind of dig it. I kinda, I'm kind of i kind of here for it. I think it's, like, such a Kyrie-esque thing. And I love that he's like, you know what? I just want some good energy out here. Get rid of all the negative, the bad vibes. Um, so we can play some good basketball. But my thing with Kyrie is, like, just he does all this weird stuff that I don't know whether to be, like, Oh, that's a really humble moment, and I will say that like he is like very, he's part of the native culture, and so he's into the, all that kind of stuff. So like, like I get it, but it just if he was just normal Kyrie that we knew, you know that we thought we knew in Cleveland, I'd be like, oh, that's cool. But with everything that he's done, with being like, oh, I'm talking to the media, I'm not talking to the media, I'm talking to them, I'm not talking to them, and then calling the media pawns, like <laughs> he said some disrespectful stuff lately, and it's. It's just like, 
everything he does, he knows he's going to have a spotlight on him. It doesn't matter what he does anymore. And he just continues to do stuff like this. It's just really weird to me. Yeah. I mean, the Sage thing is, I mean, is the last thing that I'm going to really hate on him for. It just kind of adds on to like the, what the hell? I don't know. I'm here for it. I like it. Yeah. And then moving on to my weekly winner, Jags fans. Good job, guys. Fair you guys enough. lost another game. So you're 13th L in a row, but you're now leading the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes. So hey, the Colts. So good job. Whoa. Okay, come on, dude. Who? God, y'all really. So every Shut week up. that they Shut lose, up. it makes the loud loss up. even funnier. Hey, hey, hey. hey. We're You guys are like a borderline elite team now. Which just, it's just like, like how did that happen? Y'all lost to the Raiders. That's not the same thing. Okay. <laughs> That's just not the same thing. The Rams also the Jets. I don't know. Fair, fair enough. That's pretty bad, but they're in the NFC, so I'm not going to roast them. Also fair. I don't know. I feel like we still should. They'd, me and Nate had a had a <laughs> dude. Me and Nate had a theory the other day that the NFC teams are just there's some funnel money getting funneled to that conference for them to all lose. Yes. So they just they just don't care. There's a conspiracy dude, behind this. They they I heard losing the <laughs> NFC. I heard this theory today that if the Titans beat the Packers this week, then every team in the AFC is better than every team in the NFC. Wow. It's like the playoffs. Yeah, probably just playoffs. Like, I don't think I don't think the Jags are better than the Packers. Actually the Jags almost beat the Well yeah, no, just the playoff team. Oh, okay. Sorry. I mean I mean that's yeah, that's a exactly. fair assessment. hundred percent. Talon, your weekly winner. My weekly winner is it's Jalen Hurts. Um this guy was thrown into a I mean, the Saints game, everyone was like, oh, he's losing that. Which, you know, you expect them. And he goes out there and just balls out. And this game, he, re- like, you know, a couple games he's been more of a game manager. This game, balls out. He had three passing touchdowns, 338 yards, 24 for 44. He bo- And he damn near won them the game. He also had a, a bunch of rushing yards and a rushing Yeah, touchdown. yeah, I don't have the rushing yards in front of me, but they're a lot. So t- four total. And it just makes Carson Wentz look worse and worse every single day. When, when Carson Wentz was like, I can't do anything with these receivers, and then Jalen comes in and just lights it up. Total yards it's like it's like Carson. I'm sorry, but you, you 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 can play bad. You can't be the 38th worst quarterback. So not about Carson. Jalen Jalen hurts. You're a beast, kid. My weekly winner this week, Legarius Sneed. This man had only player in the NFL this season, by the way. To tally a sack and interceptions and three plus passes defended in a single game. I think he he honestly early on in the season was a candidate for defensive rookie of the year, but he had his injury, he was put on injured reserve for a while. So his stats kind of diminished. But if you take out those games he was missing, he's been a really good corner for the Chiefs. I think he's gonna be around for a really long time for them. And as a fourth round pick, you're getting probably a future number one corner i think he was a steal for the draft and i was really excited to see him have such a good game against drew Brees this week yeah i mean yeah that's totally true also how have we not mentioned caden's fist of hat <laughs> i don't know how we did don't. i not mention that in the intro five minutes yeah, that should be the best thing yeah dude week. why did i why did i not best thing i'm looking at this week is this festive amazing festive hat. if you're listening on spotify just go to youtube and just look at at least a second of it just because it's it's mesmerizing yeah. honestly oh and it even says merry oh dude that's awesome happy Anyways. hanukkah to you guys happy holidays wherever happy you're holidays at. to all yeah whatever you're celebrating all right so is that everyone's weekly winners yes okay mm-hmm. just making sure i don't want to like skip anybody no, so you good 
let's get into some NBA news before we do our playoff predictions. Starting off, Kyle Kuzma signs to a pretty team-friendly three-year, $40 million contract. Oh, I forgot about this. T-Dizzle, thoughts? If you don't know, wearing my wearing my Lakers shirt, actually. Um, I'm in... I'm, I was a little bit indifferent on it at first because I'm like, Kyle Kuz, like, you know, he just, I wanted him traded, to be honest, like, the whole year. I mean, we won the championship, but I didn't feel like, mm. but it's a team-friendly deal, and having a guy who has the ability, I mean, he scored, like, 41 points in three quarters not more than a year ago. Actually, more than a year ago, but, like, he has the ability to score. He's just inconsistent as hell, um, but having a guy who can score that much, you know, 13 to 18 points any given night for 13 mil a year. It's it's really nice knowing knowing that you have that like stability. So it, it it's I'm indifferent, and we can still trade him for all for you know for all we know. You know, um, I was pretty indifferent on it too because I was like ah, I've never yeah. loved the fit with Kuzma until I saw the rest of this free agency and kind of like the re-signings. To put that in perspective, Kuz is making um, I believe it's 14. No, it's a little bit less than that. It's 13.3. Thir- 13, okay. So it's 13, around 13 million a year. The Clippers signed Luke Kennard for a four-year, $64 million extension. Exactly. Hasn't played a regular season game with the team, making $16 million a year, and he was a mediocre role player on the Pistons. Yeah, and like he can be a good player, but so it's just like Kuzma's when you, steal when you look this. out to, to the rest of the league, you're going to be like, like in two years, we're going to be like, damn, that was a good deal, you know? So... And it's also, again, furthering the Rob Plank as the best GM in the league because, like, he was just so – he was so ahead of it, you know? No, I agree. Also, Caden, that just wasn't necessary, okay? (laughs) It wasn't. (laughs) That's not true. Moving on, we got Rudy Gobert signing a five-year, $205 million extension. This is, like, getting up to Giannis money. Caden, what are your thoughts on the Jazz extending their big man? I hate it. I don't think he really makes sense. Them as a defensive team, he makes a lot of sense. But if you think past that, like, he's very one-dimensional, right? Like, you put him in the paint and he gets buckets there. But you really want a big man who's going to be able to shoot with that kind of money, right? Unless he's Giannis. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, he's a defensive player of the year candidate every single year. But at the same time, it's like, at some point, you kind of have to be like, but what else can he do? So, I mean, I I don't like the amount of money he got. I think you still could have paid him, but I don't think he deserved a max. I agree 100%. I, I couldn't agree more. I just think he's very one-dimensional on the defensive end. You know, I've always just wanted a little bit more, maybe just develop a mid-range. Like, I'm not asking you to do a lot. But, you know, I'd love to see him, you know, develop a pick-and-pop kind of play. Just something. Just being tall and dumb. Just some The... The NBA, a lot of sports, we saw this with Carson Wentz, and obviously we like we didn't think Carson Wentz was going to end it. You, you as a Carson Wentz hater, didn't think it was going to be this bad. I don't think you did, no, right? I'm so glad it is, when when we, I was on the wrong side of the argument. Is when we had this argument: is you overpaid, underpaid? You when you play mediocre, like um, that was sorry, not mediocre. When you pay good players great money, you get stuck very quickly. You turn into the Blazers. You turn into all these kind of teams that just get stuck in the middle ground. I mean, and the Jazz is Donovan Mitchell worth that money? Maybe because you know he's shown some star. I'd say closer but, to yes. But it's it's still not 100. percent And Rudy Gobert, it's like Donovan Mitchell at least has upside. 
Rudy Gobert is You can replace Rudy Gobert. I know like he's a defensive player of the year and obviously you can't fully replace him, but like you can get pretty damn close for, for max either. money? Like Tr- tell me Tristan Thompson doesn't do This feels very Chris Middleton contract to me. Exactly. He's a good player making No, he's better money. than Chris, sure, but it's such a is it gonna move the needle for anything? No. No. Like where have you been with Rudy Gobert? And, yeah, you You've been good. And like you can get a, another center who's close to Rudy and you can get another three and D player who's close to Rudy. Yeah, Chris. I just think this comes down to the NBA team saying like Utah saying, Hey, we aren't getting free agents. We're not drafting stars. Let's get that ticket money. We'll, we're going to be good. We're going to be relevant. It's going to be fun. But it's Let's keep it's a going. losing move. So, anyways. I agree. So, um, are we ready to get into our playoffs? Yes, I am ready. I think so. Caden, uh, you want to drop us your East? Of course. All right. So, the East, I have the Nets matched up against the Wizards 1-8. Um, I think this will be a fun matchup. You've got KD against Westbrook. I obviously don't think it'll go past... Maybe oh, that would be sick. Yeah, I think it'd be a fun matchup, but I don't see a reason why I would go farther than five games uh, unless, you know, Beal just takes over or something. I think Westbrook's about as spent as he can get. Um, and then next I have Heat Pacers. Nate, I'm sorry for this matchup, but I think the Heat win in six. That, that's fair. And... We've been swept like the last two years, so winning a playoff game would be a W for us. That's I'm sorry. Uh, and the next I have Bucks Raptors. And I have a little bit of an upset here. I have Raptors in seven. Oh, yo! Oh my God! Is that Chef Kool Aid cooking up some fire? Oh yeah, I know God. they got a little worse this year, but I don't really think the Bucks got a little better. And I mean, they're so used to first round exits at this point, kind of like. Um, and the next I have Celtics Sixers four five. I honestly think at this point James Harden's going to be on the Celtics or not Celtics, sorry, the 76ers. So that's what I'm going off this assumption with. Um, is that fair? That is fair. Uh, I mean, if you be- if you be- if you my thing is, I I am wholeheartedly believe he's going to be Sixer, but I don't know when. Yeah, like I mean, if you I mean, this is just predictions. So if you predict it's going to happen, then go for it, man. Yeah. So I think the Sixers are going to beat the Celtics in, let's say, six games. I think that's fair. Um, are we going all the way through? Oh, yeah. Just go ahead. and you, You're like your okay. winner coming out of the East. So Nets, Raptors. I think the Nets get rid of them in four games. I don't really think that's going to be a close series. Um, Heat, Sixers. Now, that one is interesting to me because I do think you have the factor of the Heat are much deeper, but the Sixers are probably a lot more top-heavy. So I could see that going to seven, but I think the Sixers squeak it out. And then I have net Sixers with the Nets making it out of the East. What's interesting about the East playoffs is we all, I know we all have the Heat and Sixers playing. And we all have, and we talk, I talked to Nate about this before the podcast. I haven't talked to Caden about his... Um, is me and Nate both were like, man, that series is going to be tough. Like, I don't know who to pick. You know? And who? It's Heat Sixers. I don't have Heat Sixers. Oh, I thought you had them playing. Well, you know what? Maybe you'll find out. Okay, well, you know, he doesn't. I guess not. You want mine? Yeah, go for it. All right, so. Wait, I'm sorry. I kind of blanked. Caden, uh, who's your winner out of the East? Nets. Okay, thank you. Nets. 
Alright, so in the first round, I have the Bucks playing the Wizards, and I have the Bucks winning in four, because it's the first round, and the Bucks are unstoppable. Um, and then I have the Nets playing the Hawks. I have the Nets winning in five. I have the Celtics playing the Pacers, and I have the Celtics winning in five. I'm sorry. Again, again, we're yeah, I know. I know. Game, you, so upgrade. One game. Yeah, uh, one game upgrade. Um, and then I have the 76ers and Heat playing in the first round, and that really sucks. Like, I like both of these teams, and I just, and I'm really high on the Sixers, but I have them losing in the first round, in seven games. And it, it's hard to predict seven game series, but that's just like me saying, these it's neck and neck. It's neck and neck. Um, and then. Where do I have those? I have the Bucks playing the Heat in the second round again. And I have the Bucks winning in six. I think the Bucks will be a little bit more suited, hopefully. Drew Holiday also is kind of an underrated addition to this team because he adds exactly what they needed. Now, to the caliber of an NBA championship, I don't think so. But for another playoff win, sure. They did make the conference finals a couple years ago. Like, they're... And also, you know, like, I might... Attribute the, the last year to the bubble a little bit, you know. I don't know. I just think the Heat will win in six. Then I have the um, Nets playing the Nets playing the Celtics, and I have the Nets winning that series in five games. Wow. I like the Celtics, but I just think the Nets are going to be really good this year. So I have the Nets playing Celtics and winning in five games, and then I have Bucks Nets, and I have. The Nets winning in six. I still think the Bucks will put up a fight, but they're you know Giannis is not that guy yet. So I have the Nets making it to the to the finals. All right. So starting mine off, I have Bucks versus Raps, and unlike Caden, I am not having the Raptors win. I don't. I have the Raptors getting here in a play-in series against uh, the Hawks. So they're really gonna just scrape to be here. And that also, I will say to Caden's point though. We have the Bucks number one, so we are more highly touted on the yeah. Bucks. Yes, than that's fair. So yeah, that series I have four one Bucks. Next up, I have Nets versus Wizards as well. That that'd be an awesome series to watch. Bradley Beal and Russ going up against KD and Kyrie. Would be awesome. The games would be fun to watch, but the series in general, five game series Nets. Heat versus Pacers. Sorry, I'm just I'm just building up for mm-hmm. the depression I'm gonna get. Yeah, of course. This series happens. Yes. And um, yeah. So, Heat and six. I'm I'm pretty generous giving us two wins, considering we have zero in the last two years. Sixers versus Celtics. Um, I have the C's winning in f- seven. I think this is like I, like you said, it's hard to predict seven game series, but that just means that's I think yeah. Can that's also true. Bucks versus Celtics. If there's two things I can account for, it's the Pacers losing in the first round and the Bucks being really underwhelming in the playoffs. Celtics win in seven. That's fair. Um, Nets versus Heat. Give me the Nets in six, baby. I think the Heat are really good. I could see this one going either way, but give me the Nets. I think Katie and Kyrie will be too much for this Heat team. And then my conference finals. You know, I think the Nets can go all the way, and I think they can even win a championship this year. But that's under the assumption that everything goes right. That's under the assumption that Katie is the same player. That's under mm-hmm. the assumption that Kyrie doesn't bring drama, and the bench players play good like just as good if not better than they did last year yeah but we found out in the nba that things don't always go the way you plan them to Mm -hmm. so i have the celtics beating the nets in seven games and making it to the finals that's fair um if if i didn't watch preseason basketball and i didn't see kd play i'd be with you 
but that seeing Katie just his first point, I felt like Katie's back. That's just my personal opinion. We'll see. I mean, well, I mean, we'll it, see. We'll see. It, but it's a long. Season. It was enough. It was enough for me to say, okay, he's ninety percent of what he used to be. And that's great. But will you know? Will we? Will he get another lingering injury? You know, just if everything goes right, then that's. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. They, there's more to go wrong with the Nets than there is the Celtics. All right, and so I'll go through my West, and we'll just kind of, you know, go back through the order. Yep. Um. So, first first off, I got Lakers versus Pelicans. Lakers and foul. Lakers and foul. Lakers and foul. Next up, I got Warriors versus Nuggets. I think the Warriors are going to be a good team this year, fun team to watch. They'll give the Nuggets some trying times, but Nuggets win in six. Clippers, Suns. Same thing about the Suns. Fun team to watch. We'll have some good moments, and they'll win two games. Clippers in six. Jazz versus Mavs. I think the Mav. I think Luke is going to be a different animal in the playoffs. Mavs in five. Next up, we got Lakers versus Mavs. This is a tough one. I mean, I think I think this year's Lakers route to the championship is going to be a much much harder than it was last year, and it starts with this Mavs team. I think this game. I think this series goes into seven. We saw if Luca was healthy. Like the entire Clippers series, things might have been like different. You know, he really battled some injuries. Mm-hmm. KP went out. You know, I just Luca just feels different in the playoffs so far in his career, and I think he's gonna even do that more this year, considering he's coming off an MVP regular season. I mean, Luca. You know, it's we we all know generational talent when we see it. It's like LeBron walks yeah. in the league, first bucket, you're like, oh, that's it. He's and Luca's first playoffs, you're like, oh, he's in game winners down one at to win the game off of the three. Yeah. Like, it's just, you know it when you see it. And 100%. Luke has shown he's going to be that guy. But I have the Lakers prevailing, winning in seven. Then Nuggets-Clippers rematch. Give me the Clippers this time. They won't blow another 3-1 lead. At least I, I mean, I kind of hope they do because it'd be funny. But I don't think they will. And then Lakers-Clippers some uh, conference finals, which, which is the matchup we should have got. And I think it's the one we're going to get eventually. It just, it's too, it's, it's in the cards to happen at least once. I think we're gonna see these teams in the conference finals. It is soon. so crazy that they have never played in a playoff series. I'm excited to see them. Lakers, and it's just so funny. Like it feels like they're bound to never play in a playoff series. Well, that was, like this year was their one year, and it just didn't happen. It, and it's I got crazy. I got the Lakers beating the Clippers in six, and then Lakers versus Celtics in the finals, and Lakers smoke them in five. Yeah, if I had the Celtics winning, playing in there, I would agree yeah, with you I mean, as well. Just like if, it's if just I a bad matchup. Net, if I had the Nets, it'd be different, but yeah, like you said. The, the Celtics, Celtics kind of just have a ceiling, and like when they're going up against LeBron and AD, it just feels like they'd get physically outmatched. Yeah, it feels like like the Nets against Lakers would be a much tougher series, but I just don't like the Celtics against the Lakers at all. But yeah, yeah so there you go. Fair enough. Uh, um, Lakers in five. Lakers in five. Uh, I, will, I will go, and then Caden could go so we can reverse the order. Um. All right. So I have Lakers Pelicans as well playing in the first round. I have Lakers and foe. <laughs> Lakers and foe. Um. I have the Nuggets and Warriors playing, which is a really fun series. Um. And I have the Nuggets winning in six games. So I think it'll be hard fought series. I think the Warriors and Steph will really show out. Hopefully, James Wiseman and Andrew Wiggins are kind of finding their role at this point, but. They're still losing the first round, and I think that's a success for this team, honestly. Like, making it to the playoffs and putting up a fight is pretty good. All right, and then I have the Clippers and Suns playing as well. 
and I have the I have the Clips winning at five. I think the Suns are going to be a good regular season team, but in the playoffs, you know, they'll be whatever. Uh, hopefully, D Book and CP3 can prove me wrong, but I think Clippers are way too good for them. And also, I have the Mavs playing the fifth seed Blazers, and I have the Mavs winning in five. Um, it's not what I think about the Mavs in the playoffs. It's what I think about the Blazers in the playoffs, and Blazers have shown in the playoffs, besides that one year they made of the conference finals, you know, they're not they're not a lot to feel good about in the playoffs. So I have the Mavs winning in five. And then moving on, I have Lakers-Mavs like you do. Our, our West is pretty similar. And I have the Lakers winning in six. Um and I feel pretty confident about that six. It's not like a six, almost seven. It's like a six. Um, because I like this Mavs team. They're my fourth seed. But any LeBron James team trying to win a championship has shown that against teams with one bad defensive link, they will attack that defensive link over and over and over and over and over again. And I just think it's it it's a bad matchup. I think Luca is amazing, and hopefully Kristaps is back, and that could help them. But all in all, LeBron will attack Luca and any other bad defender on that team like it's crack. So that was a weird comparison. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, and then was the cocaine era? Again? Yes. So then we have um. So then we have Clippers Nuggets again, and I have Clips and six. They could have easily won in five last year. They just kind of choked it away. So I have the Clippers winning in six. Or five. No, six, sorry. Um, and then I have the Lakers playing the Clippers. And I have the Lakers winning in five. Um, I just don't think this Clippers team is that good compared to the Lakers. And, I mean, you know, the Clippers are still going to be better than any team in the West besides the Lakers. But I think that one to two gap is ginormous. So I think the Lakers win that in five. And that means I have the Lakers playing the Nets in the finals. And I think this is the hardest matchup for the Lakers. And I have the Lakers winning in seven games. Well, there you go. I mean, I agree. I think, and I think it, Katie. I think that's the hardest matchup. And also, for just for basketball, LeBron versus Kyrie in the finals. LeBron versus KD. AD trying to go for another. It, it, would, it would be the matchup we all want to see. So, Kaden. Yeah, so in the West for me, I originally had the Rockets at eight. I don't think they're going to keep Harden anymore, so I'm going to switch that out with the Pelicans. That's fair. That's fair. Um, but I still think Lakers in four, so I think we're all in agreement there. So I have the two-seed Nuggets up against the seven-seed Warriors. I think, like Nate said, this is going to be a fun team to watch, but I don't really consider them anything serious, obviously without Clay, which is really unfortunate. But... Uh, I've got Nuggets in six, and then three seed against the six seed. I've got Mavs Suns. I think this is going to be a really fun matchup. That would be that fun. would be fun. Ooh, and I think it's going to be really tough for both of them. And I can see it going to seven, but I do have the Mavs making it out. And then I have Clippers Jazz. I think the Clippers make it in six. Um, so second round, I actually have Lakers playing the Clippers instead of conference. Um, which I kind of surprised I ended up with that. But I think the Lakers will beat them in six. I think, you know, it's going to be a tough matchup for them. But obviously, I don't think the Clippers are that serious, like I've been saying the last, like, four podcasts. But I also have Nuggets, Mavs, and my Mavs bias is going to come in a little bit here. So I'm going to say Mavs in seven. And all these tough series are going to catch up to them when they play the Lakers. I think the Lakers will beat them in five. 
And then I have Lakers and Nets in the finals, and I think Lakers will win in six. I think that's going to be really great storylines. I think, you know, KD versus LeBron again, LeBron versus Kyrie is how I'm saying. Um, then, you know, you got Anthony Davis in there as well. I just, I love the storylines there, and I think that should be the finals this year. I found that listening to Nate's East, I like Nate's East the most, and I like Caden's West the most. Yeah, I like that his West was a lot different. Ours is pretty similar. Yeah. And I just feel like it's too – it makes too Perfect. much sense. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, I it, like Caden's. It's, it's too good on paper. Yeah. Because that's never how sports work. Yeah, I mean – I had the 49ers winning 10 to 12 games this year. Just It just, it just don't work like that. No, it, it, I can't confirm it does not do that. For those listening, it is hard to predict sports, okay? Yeah. Okay? I You're going to look back at this and say, Talon, you're a – goddamn idiot i'm gonna say yes i am i am a goddamn idiot you're correct well so there you go that there's exactly what's gonna happen in the nba yep. i mean you have our you, you don't even have to watch season. now yeah just don't watch an nba starts tomorrow it'll probably be posted tomorrow tomorrow so around that time today so it comes today there you go boom all right so we're gonna move on hockey has finally came up with a plan and they will have a season it was kind of up in the air like every like a month before week. a season. Yeah, so they were doing – we made divisions, we made schedule, and here, I'm just going to break it down for you guys. Okay. So it's going to start January 13th, and they have now four divisions. I don't know if they're still going to do conferences or how that's going to work. I think they're taking the top four teams from each division. There's a Canadian division called the North, the West, Central, and the East, and you play those teams like eight times. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. to. That's how kind of the NBA is doing it as well. They're all kind of going to a baseball format, which makes the most sense. Like, you yes, kind of have to. It's it's the safest way to do it. Yeah, I mean, like, it just, yeah, it makes the most sense. But, hey, I mean, I don't think we've ever seen something this different than the year before. I like it's like a total revamp of the league. Yeah, so that's pretty crazy. Do you think this will have any effect on, like, long term? Or just they're just kind of... You know, I do think we could see some more creativity in the future. You know, we could see parts of this that they like and parts of it that they dislike. Mm-hmm. You know, I could see maybe more sports going to, like, the baseball format where, hey, let's do less travel, play, like, three times in a row, and boom. Yeah, I found that what has the only you – know, one of the only positives to come out of COVID for sports is, 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 yeah, just trying stuff out. I mean, the NBA – it's going to come out of it. The plan, we all love the plan. I think we have all agreed that... All right, well, yeah, Nate just... It's broken now. Podcast over. No, um, it's, you know, the NBA can try out some... <laughs> the NBA can try out some playing stuff, and... <laughs> Nate, are you good? My computer just, like, was so buggy after I dropped it. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I got to watch that. Oh, yeah, because he's a... Landed. <laughs> um, anyways... It, it is fun because we're going to see some really cool stuff come out of the NBA and not really NFL because they're very bland and <laughs> don't well, change I anything. Mean, the seventh seed. Oh, well, yeah, that was already happening, though. But I feel like they it, were even more happy about it this year because it was different. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, you know, we'll see what hockey does, but I'm pretty excited. I'm just glad we're having a season. But we will move on to some NFL with Chef Cooley. Cook us some takes, baby. Let's hear him. NFL Week 15 storylines. Let's get it, Nate. You're going to be happy to hear this first one. Are the Colts going to get the third seed? Yeah, I hope so. Okay. Um, you know, to open that up, I'll talk about the game. It was a, another grimy game against the Texans. 
the Colts and Texans don't have blowouts. Yeah, I think I think I saw stats. It's divisional matchup. I think the last 15 games have been decided by like one score or something. Oh, stupid. dead ass. I don't know if that's 100% facts, but it, nope, it's I'm taking that's 100% facts. And oh. if you're wrong, <laughs> I lose all credibility. Yep. No, but it, like it's surreal how many times the Colts and Texans play close games. Um, Darius Hunter's a god. Darius Hunter game saving um, forced fumble. What a G. Talk to him. I mean, just give him his respect. Most, like I just don't think we talk about him enough as top one linebacker. Yeah, I mean, linebacker, top one linebacker I mean, really isn't a Fred Warner, bro. Come on, it's not it's not a hot topic, but <laughs> but it, it, it's a conversation that should be had. The though. problem is, is like every linebacker is so different. You have your rushing linebackers. You have your. It's hard to um, compare them. Yeah, it's just it's super. You have your run preventing. It's not like comparing apples to oranges, but it's like comparing curly fries to like non curly fries. fries. Yeah, it's just you can't do it. But that's all I really got to say about the game. Getting back to like the playoff talk. Yeah, dude. I mean, this Colts team is really hitting its stride. We've won three in a row after a embarrassment to the Titans. But, hey, we're looking really good. We're playing the Steelers next week, which is a huge game for us. And, I mean, the Titans for the Packers. So this could be the week where we see us take the division. I don't know, man. I'm excited. This AFC race just in general just is super exciting. Every game is so important, especially with, like, the one bye this year. So matchups are going to be critical. It, it's... It's, I love football. <laughs> you said, I so, love football. That, that's all I really got to say about the Colts playoff race. Fair football. enough. Amazing. Speaking of football being amazing, any given Sunday, have you guys ever heard of that? I have. No, I, um, I haven't, no. The Rams should look should watch it because God Yeah, the Rams it. and Sean McVay should watch that because they lost to the, the – Yeah, usually we wouldn't talk about the winless teams on this podcast, but when they go unwinless – Yes. When they go unwinless with like three weeks left, that's when we start talking about them because they beat a playoff team in the Rams, twenty-three to twenty this week. And why, Adam Gase, you literally had one job this year, and it was to screw everything up and be as terrible as you could, and you screwed that up, dude. He screwed, he screwed, screwed it up, up too much. Why'd you fire Greg, Greg Williams? <laughs> dude, he was, he was like, he was killing that for you. He was doing that job. Uh, yeah, on the Jets side of it, I mean, they just lost Trevor Lawrence. Most likely. The thing with Trevor Lawrence is, you know, I know a lot about Trevor Lawrence. I don't know a lot about um, Justin Fields. Justin Fields is awesome. Is, and all I'm hearing is that he is, like, in any other any other draft, he is, like, easy number one. I do see it as a 1A, 1B. So, but it still could be – this is obviously a hyperbolic comparison. But it could be like a – you're getting Ben Roethlisberger, but you could have had Tom Brady or Peyton Manning. Exactly. Like, we could see Big Ben is, is great. But if you could have had Big Ben, or not Big Ben, Tom Brady, Ben Roethlisberger, why did I keep saying Ben? Aaron Rodgers. If you could have had one of those guys, it makes it a little bit more like. It's it's mm. like it's like the Alex Smith A Rod draft. It's like yeah, you you know you're gonna get yeah. Alex Smith, but you could have had A Rod kind of thing. So we'll just see, and we'll see how the draft plays out and what moves are made before the draft, and we'll obviously go into some way more draft heavy details, you know, around that time. But on the Rams side of it. Wow, the NFC just really doesn't like winning. I'm convinced. Like <laughs> they don't gosh, give a shit. They you, they're they're. So ah. Okay, okay. Yes. Yes. The Rams are like a game you. I mean, the Jets are a game you would like skip over. But there was some important stuff on the line here for the Rams. One, they lost the division lead. Two, that would have clinched the playoffs. Literally, like, you know, clinching the playoffs if you're not an NFL fan, is like the biggest like. 
amazing thing to listen to. Yeah, like, it's like, <gasps> like clinching the play because right as any team, if the Jets were in the playoffs right now, they'd be like, we have a chance. You know, like any yeah. team, I guarantee you, whatever team comes out of the NFC East is gonna be like, we can win the Super Bowl. Just because all you got to do is win three games, three or four if games. The Giants can win two. Anything's possible. Exactly. So, um, yeah, and you just and you lose that game to, uh, uh, it, it's just such At a home. dude. It's like a the Jets won, but they lost, and the Rams lost. That's such a just crappy game. <laughs> Everyone lost in that situation. <laughs> no one. Y'all should have both just. Before the game, just agreed to shake hands. You're like, all right. If it just be like, all right, we're going to forfeit this game. And Rams are like, all right, we'll take the dub. Let's move on. Like, come on. Um, we had another great game in the NFC with another AFC team this week. Chiefs Saints. I actually shouldn't have called it great. That was just, it was brutal. It was a dirty Chiefs. game, Saints. I'm tired of your uh, stuff. Okay. Hey, let me let me throw out a fun little stat for you guys real quick because I found this very in- interesting. You guys want to know what the time of possession was? Let us know. So the Chiefs had 41 minutes and the Saints had 18. Jesus, I've never seen Andy Reid have a game like that. It, it, it like as a Chiefs fan watching it, it felt more like just the Chiefs defense was getting really really quick stops, and they're when the Chiefs were on offense. The Chiefs' offense is so good that they'll they'll get down the field, but it feels like they had to really fight for it. So I think that was more. It wasn't. I mean, I I say that, but the run game was killing it. So I don't know. Yeah, it was a weird game. It was a. Weird I didn't game. realize this though, but apparently the Saints have like a, one of the best defenses in the league. Saints defense told me that is, for this game. Yeah, but I mean, look at the cupcakes they play. Yeah, their division is very easy to eat up, especially they have like bad O line divisions. And their D line is like, I mean, their D line is good, but like their defense yeah. is good, but I mean, I feel like um, it's a little bit inflated. Yeah. Did this help the Patty MVP case? Oh well, yes, but not in the way that Patty showed out. It's that A Rod played flat. I mean, he had 146 yards and a touchdown. Oh yeah. So, yeah, Patty. I think Patty played well, but it wasn't like, like oh nail in the coffin. It was just like A A Rod put him back in. A Rod lost. After um, some hype. And I will say, though, Patty played an amazing game. His stats were pretty good. Like, what, 275? Correct, around there. It was below 300, so it wasn't crazy passing yards. Uh, he had 254 and three touchdowns. And three touchdowns. And, but if you watch that game, this the Chiefs team this year have done an amazingly interesting and new thing. Is they said, oh... All we need is one first down, two first downs to win the game. Usually every single team ever in football history has gone three runs, inside zone, run, 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 timeout, 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 pump the ball. Yeah. Or get the first down. The Chiefs say, screw that. I don't care if we don't get this. We're going to pass the ball, and we're going to put this ball in our best player's hands. And I love Andy Reid for that because if y'all the, – like the most interesting part about this year is watching Patrick Mahomes have to like – play this weird game of passing the ball but trying to stay really conservative and end up doing something beautiful. And his run at the last and very end of the game with about a minute or two left where he was running out, did a little juke, pump fake to throw, and just ran and slid. Or I think he went out of bounds, but that was with like a minute and a half. It's just I feel like I'm watching perfection at quarterback. And I know it's like, well, yeah, he's Mahomes. But when you watched him his first year, it was great. But we're getting to a point where I think I'm watching the perfect quarterback ever. Yeah. Right now, I think his play is the perfect quarterback ever. 
And that's like crazy to say. But I think in all of history, I would take 2020 Patrick Mahomes over anybody ever in the history of football. Well, and, you know, getting away from the Patrick Mahomes love because, you know, I'm, I'm sure that's a weekly topic. Whoa, hold on. Can I get mine in? Oh. I didn't even get to get mine in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. What, he said, what? hold on. Sorry. I don't yeah, have come a on now. To, love, to praise every week. I'm sorry. It's Andrew Luck. But anyways. Um, you can't see I'm my sorry, face, Dave. but my face just went dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just wanted to say – you can say the thing about the touchdowns for Aaron Rodgers and how his team is playing great, but literally just like look at their records. Mahomes has what, three wins over him, two wins? They're both number one in their conference, sure, but he's also like 700 yards passing ahead of him. And, like, well, okay, hold on. Um, I'm going to bring in some non-biased, just like stat looking up here. Yeah. Okay, so Patty now has almost 4,500 yards, 36 mm-hmm. and five picks. Um, A-Rod has less than 4,000 yards, 40 touchdowns, and four picks. But, guys, are we really going to give it to A-Rod when A-Rod only has 100 more passing yards than Phillip Rivers? Yeah. Yep. And it's also, like, look at the Chiefs' road wins. They have beat the Buccaneers. Undefeated on the road. Well, undefeated on the road. And they've beaten the Buccaneers, who, you know, alleged Super Bowl contender. They've beaten the Ravens, who at the time were like, oh, my God, this is the biggest win of the year. They've beaten the Saints, who are Super Bowl contenders. The Bills. They've beaten the Bills, who are right now we we now we look at them as oh Super Bowl contenders. They they've beaten. They have had one bad loss to the Raiders, and other than that, their games have been close. I will say that is concerning. They we can't blow a team out. <laughs> it seems like we just can't do that. But they. The Packers have but three losses. Does it? And Caden has said this all year. When you're watching the games, does it not feel like they just don't try sometimes? Like. It just it just feels like, like they just don't they're they're those twenty seventeen Warriors. They are we're getting close to being able to say this is one of the greatest teams of all time. Just firepower. Just the confidence to do you have any doubt in your mind? Like I was like looking at the red zone stats yesterday. And I was like, Oh, I was watching the game with Caden and I was like, Caden, the red zone stats have been bad though. That's the one thing you can say about the offense this year. Caden was like, I'm not worried and then in the red zone they were four for four. It's just like it's a matter of try. It's a matter of give a crap with them. Dude, I told Talon, I was like, you can't look at the stats of this team, and that's really weird to say about any sports team. But when Mahomes needs to go down the field and score, he is Jordan. He is going to do it every single time, and I'm not concerned. And that's not something the stats reflect. Yeah, it's – But, uh, yeah, I just – the Chiefs, the Chiefs team is dangerous. And it's dangerous. At the end of the day, they're dangerous. They, now, they've got holes to say, you know, their run defense has not been good. Now, the defense showed out last night. I know I know they scored 29 points, but one, D-Rob. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I completely forgot about this. D-Rob, I hate you as a Chiefs fan right now. I'm hating you, dog. Stop being flashy. Just get down, okay? Look at Caden's face right now. <laughs> he's, just, he's just – when we watched that play, I was like, are you – kidding me like that was me and Talon have been talking about this all year bro. Like, <laughs> we've literally talked about d-rob for the extra three yards you are not travis kelsey you are not tyree kill stop doing the step back and the little side side just get your yards but no he has to run backwards get the ball stripped and get a safety that almost cost us the game dude i feel like what happened is like d-rob broke someone's ankles one time in training camp and everyone loves him he's like ah so that's in my bag now <laughs> Dude, that's facts. That's that's actually facts. Um, anyways, we don't talk about this Chiefs game too much, but Chiefs are looking dangerous. 
think we already did. Chiefs are looking dangerous. All right, we're going to move on to we did. Steelers, Bengals. Which um, just happened. Oh, oh kid, kid, I have an amazing stat for you now. Okay. Stat of the night. Juju has 95 TikTok videos. <laughs> I saw and this. the most receiving yards he's had this season is 93. <laughs> <laughs> that is an amazing stat. Twitter Juju, get off undefeated. TikTok. All right, but on a serious note, Steelers lost to the Bengals. Two and ten and one. Zach Taylor is their head coach. Joe Burrow is not on the field. Ryan Finley is their starting quarterback. They don't have their starting running back, and they lost twenty-seven to seventeen. I don't think the Steelers are a contender. No, I, I think that's a very fair assumption. It's so crazy that we all, not just me, but a lot of people made the twenty nineteen Patriots reference. But now, and I thought that was like even a little low, but now it's like that Patriots team was better than this team. Like, I think you're doing the Patriots a disservice. I know, which is crazy because you thought about it the other way around, right? I have been saying this all year that this team is fraudulent. And, you know, Big Ben threw three picks against the Titans, and it was like, okay, they still won. But, like, now, you know, Big Ben's picks, his turnovers are starting to bite him because he's losing to a 2 and 10 team. It's like, yeah, this team was cool and all when they were winning. And, you know, Juju was always winning, doing his TikTok. And now he's still doing his TikToks, and they've lost three in a row. They could lose five in a row. I don't know why they would be the Colts right now. I think the Colts are better than the Steelers. I sure hope so. I mean, they could lose the North to the Browns. I don't think they're worse than the Browns. Bro, like, the Browns could win the AFC North. <laughs> like, could you think? That was 17 game. Dude, like, it's okay. Think about when the Steelers were 11-0. and If I walked up to you and was like, Hey, in a couple weeks, there's a chance the Browns go in the AFC North. You'd be like, there, "There's no way the Steelers have to like almost lose out." And it's just funny. They they they, might. they almost will. It's just funny because we all said, "Hey, these next four games, this is this is gonna be hard." And then this was gonna be this this was supposed to be the easy one. Steelers. Yeah, you lost. You lost Washington. Ste- you Ste- lost to the NFC East, and you were undefeated. Like, what? I don't know. Okay, the Bills won't understandable. That's fine. Yeah. But you lost to Washington and the Bengals. Even the Wash, even the Washington one, I was like, I think Washington's a good team. They're hot. But the Bengals? Well, now, okay, to put this in perspective, they haven't scored over 20 points in over a month. Oh. Yep. I mean, I will say, though. Jazz. Yeah, I will say, though, to Caden's uh, Big Ben point, I, I think Big Ben's a part of it. But – I, I never thought that I never thought the Steelers were good because Big Ben was playing well. It was because they had a running game, and then Big Ben could kind of. I still trust Big Ben to f- be a game manager. You know, having an all-time quarterback as a game manager can work out. Eli Manning did that for a couple years later in his Giants career. You can do that and win. It's it's the holes on. But defense. you need a running game. It's the running game. And you need to not have everybody on defense injured. And yes. they're still playing. I don't care how injured your defense is. You can't give up this many points to the Bengals. To Ryan yeah, I will say to the Steelers' point, their defense has been absolutely decimated, and that blows. That sucks. But it's the NFL. Like, like if, yeah, but if you're gonna, you know, sit here and say you're one of the best teams in the league, then next man up. Dog, the only team that isn't like heavily injured in the NFL is the Rams, and they're and they're one. They've had one major injury, and that's been uh, Andrew Whitworth, I think. They're aligned. So every team gets injured. Like, you just got to deal with it. Like, and and I would use that excuse if they were looking a little bad against the Bengals, you know, like like earlier in the year when they were looking a little bad but barely squeaking out. I'd be like, well, but you're getting dominated by the Bengals. You have no excuse. You just don't. 
Yeah, it was 20. It was, what, 17 to 0? Yeah, yeah, oh my god, 17 to 0? Are you kidding me? You can't score a point. You can't get a stop. Steelers are ass, bro. All right, but we need to talk about what this means for Cleveland now because Cleveland has not had 10 wins since 2007, and now the door is open for them to win the AFC North. Which uh, I'm about to look up their schedule. Wouldn't that be the – they play the Jets next week and then Steelers. Oh, God. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, they well, actually, have... hey, Jets are on a winning streak for the first time all year. It's true. They are on a winning streak, but um, I'm going to go ahead and say the Browns take that one. So. Yeah. Uh, oh, man, there's two I will games say, left. Wouldn't that be the most 2020 thing ever for the Browns to just come out of nowhere and win the AFC North? Oh, dude, it would. I would that's so that's it. so fast. I would I would okay as a Baker fan and a Browns like kind of a Browns supporter, I would love the Browns, especially because when the Steelers beat the Browns, all the Steelers fans were talking all that crap, like you know the Browns are what they always are, and it would be it would be the the cool story of the year. Really, it would it would it would be nice. The Steelers should be terrified of the Browns right now. Oh, They're like hell the worst yeah. team for them to play. Hell yeah, dude. Like, beginning of the year when the Steelers lost the Ravens, they got dominated. And the same thing with the, Ste- uh, the Steelers. Or, I mean, the Browns played the Ravens. And they got dominated both those games. But in the Ravens game, the Browns were right there. And now the Browns are hot and the Steelers looking like ass cheeks. You're right, Caden. They should be scared. Nate, are the Colts going to beat them? You know, I mean, it's just... Everything points to yes. I mean, I want to, like, I'm sure the Colts will just go do some cold stuff. That's goofy. You want to keep yourself, like, have some insurance in case like, you're wrong. Like, if we lose, like, yeah. But guys, whatever. guys, I'm going to do something I've never done before. Oh, shit. Oh, no. I oh, want no. first to have a good game. Oh, my. Oh, God, the world might end. Oh. <laughs> We're going to get struck by lightning. Are we okay? Uh, Yeah, I mean, that would be that'd be nice. He's had a couple of those games. for the new virus to come out, covid I don't know what you're talking about. COVID Philip Rivers. That's what it's going to be called. But no, uh, back to your point. It's like, I think, I think yes, the Steelers are cold and the Colts are hot. It just makes sense. We have. It seems like we're figuring the things Colts are out, cold. and the Steelers look a little bit lost. Facts. All right, kid. I think that's going to wrap it up for NFL Week 15 storylines. All right. Well, guys, this will be our last episode with no NBA. Whew. And then soon we'll have NFL playoffs. So content's going to be... Oh, kids. dude, NBA starts right as NFL playoffs. Jesus Christ. Sports are cool. And Remember when we had nothing to talk about? God, we say that a lot, but, like, y'all... What is y- bad? Y'all didn't know how hard it was to we come up with Last Dance. <laughs> That's, everybody was talking about Last Dance. That was it. We were just talking about what happened 30 years ago. We talked, we talked a little bit about Last Dance. We talked about Last Dance. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking about like some like nineteen sixties basketball. <laughs> Not fun. Right. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. We look forward to bringing you guys the best content in the world. In the world. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, thank you guys so much. We will see you next week. Peace. Deuces. It's a good episode.